Sweet. Yep. All right. Well, good morning, good night, maybe good dawn, good, good dusk. <laughs> welcome back. Good day, good sir. Good day. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Imperfect Podcast, episode three, maybe part one of three, I guess. I don't know. Episode three. Episode three. We have um, quite a special episode. We actually have a special guest here with us. Yes. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Erin Akko. I am married to Akko, who you know, probably confusing you all right now, but our last name is Akko, and um, he goes by Akko instead of his first name when he's doing <laughs> I think, I think he just said Akko like 500 times in like two seconds, so. <laughs> well, that's my name, <laughs> and that's also his name, so. I am Akka's wife, and um, yeah, they just asked me to jump on here impromptu, so hopefully you guys enjoy hearing things um, from a female perspective as well, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, female's perspective. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Um, It was actually um, a spur-of-the-moment choice, but it felt like such a God choice um, because we needed um, a female's perspective because... Uh, the tonight's topic, mm-hmm. Anka, would you like to introduce the topic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, spread of the moment. But tonight's topic, we are going to go and tackle all things dating, specifically Christian dating. Yes. So, um, yeah, so me and Steven and uh, Aaron were just navigating through this, um, this subject and this topic, and we we're like, man. How can we navigate this conversation? Obviously, you and me both know that there is so much to talk about when it comes to dating. You know, the do's, the don'ts, mm-hmm. how to approach it, how not to approach it, etc., etc. So what we thought um, was let's just begin with a kind of like a background, right? Like a opener, um, a, a couple part series where part one would be just introducing the topic and having conversations, maybe asking three different uh, types of questions as far as navigating through relationships and navigating through dating. Actually, even before you get into a relationship, when you're in the thought process of, okay, um, I'm getting ready to be in a relationship. I want to start dating. Like, what, what does that look like? So, Stephen, help me out here. Um, what's our thought process behind that and how did we want to like kind of open up and move on with the subject? Yeah. Um, I think for this episode, kind of reading what you're saying, like, we just want to introduce things. We want to introduce the idea of what we believe, like, Christian dating is supposed to look like, and what steps you need to have, and I almost think about it, I think, (laughs) again, spur of the moment, Mm -hmm. the idea I was thinking of is, we just had dinner together, all three of us, yeah. and we... Amazing and, dinner, by the way. <laughs> I wish, <laughs> apart, I wish, I wish this episode was, was being recorded, like, in picture mode, because if you guys could just see the, the quality of the food that we just ate, <laughs> like, this man, like, I don't know why he's recording a podcast right now, he should be, like, <laughs> cooking for hundreds of people in a restaurant, like, he has the oh, right profession. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> both of you guys, like, you're talking, but so, you're also so emotional <laughs> Aaron is our official taste tester when we open up a food <laughs> truck. Yeah. He gets that job. Oh, heck yeah. um, but I think what was so interesting as it came to me is um, as we were making it, 
like, what were we making first of all? Oh, I yeah, think, we were making, making, we made <laughs> fried rice. Yeah, yeah. We, made, we made fried rice. Akko and I made fried rice. Yes. And it was amazing. I was teaching him about fried rice, and he was very, very curious about um, how to make it, how, like, culturally, like, h- how true is it to the source? Yes. How true is it to the source? What, what ingredients, why are the ingredients there, and why are they important? Yep. Um, and it was really neat because mm. he desired to do it correctly. Yeah. And because mm. the reason he said that, he's like, well, if I just do it myself and what I think mm. um, it's supposed to be, mm. I won't really know what how to do it and it won't taste the same. It won't be the same thing. Mm. It, yeah. It won't be how it was meant to yeah. be. And or I think I'm not going to even enjoy it the same way. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. This is such a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that is really... A picture of the attitude we want but what really happens in dating is a lot of us desire marriage and being in relationships mm. and what we pass over is the preparation it takes to actually make mm. it happen yeah where you what what ingredients make happen yep. what is this vegetable here for why did, <laughs> yeah. why did you do this yep. then? why did you wait yep. to put this sauce in at yeah. the very end yep. you yeah. know because and it's like well well, like for Akko and I, like I told him, hey, we're gonna put sriracha at the very end because I want to make sure all these flavors are correct before I mask it with this hot sauce. Mm. I want to spice it up later. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. oftentimes you wanna we want to spice it up now. We want to spice it up now. We want to spice it up now. Yeah. And and so what we're wanting to introduce is, for a lot of us, relationships come at one of the most important things that we desire. We say we want to be yes. in a relationship, we want to be married, we want to have kids, yeah. want to do all of these things, yeah. but our preparation and the way we walk into it yeah. is very low. Ooh. We walk into it saying, oh yeah, I think this feels right. Mm. Mm. I think this looks right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what other people are saying, but I don't really care what people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just doing it because I think it's yeah. best for me. I just have this tunnel vision of me <laughs> wanting to date, wanting to be in a relationship, <laughs> and everything else, all the all the collateral damages happening in and around me doesn't matter as long as I get what I want, right. which is the relationship or yeah. the things that you want in that relationship. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so and so kind of continuing on, this will round off eventually, this example will round off eventually. Mm. If Akko made this fried rice without me helping him, mm. Mm. And he's like, oh, I just saw this at a restaurant. I'll try it without looking up a recipe or even yeah. asking for help. Mm. Yeah. It would be a disaster. Yeah. Let alone mm. taking time to actually prepare for it. Right. You know, like, <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, you know, we're going to make fried rice tonight. Yeah. Keep in mind, you know, I'm this Kenyan that's never made Asian food before. <laughs> other, other than ramen, you know, that minute ramen you take and you pour water and you put the, the seasoning packets onto it. Hey, sometimes that ramen is heat. But, but <laughs> of course it's <laughs> But that's the purpose of this is we want to approach this subject with a lot of care because we we know it matters to us and we know it matters to those that are listening. Yes. Um, And so the question is relating like, what ingredients, what is my desire Mm. for this presentation of food or relationship? What is the goal of this? Yes. Why are we wanting to pursue this relationship? Why are we wanting to pursue this relationship? What do I need to know um, about myself or the different ingredients? Mm. Because 
even though we've talked about making this fried rice, yeah. you are an ingredient in the relationship. Yeah. 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 You are very much a part of an ingredient, so yeah. what does it mean to know the other ingredients, mm. but know yourself also? Okay. Yeah, I like so that. good. I like that. Um, and so yeah. those are the questions we're going to be asking is... Wait, did you say the second question or the third question? I will, yeah. Oh, the first okay, question okay. is... Yeah, we'll <laughs> getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. We got, we're excited for this episode. Yeah. We really are. And, um, it was hard to narrow it down, but the three questions we'll go through in, in no particular order, mm. but is, why do I want to date? Yeah. What is the purpose of me dating someone or looking to date someone? Mm. And the second question is, what ducks do I have to get in a row? Do I have to have certain things mm. like in place before like God says you can date? Or mm. um, does he have some sort of standard by like, yeah. man, I got to check off all the boxes. Before, then he's going to yeah. give me a wife. Or mm. he's going to give me a husband, a boyfriend, mm. girlfriend, or anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the third question is, should Christians have a list? Mm. Should you have a list? Should you have a list? How long for, should that list be? How long <laughs> yeah. should that list be for your significant other? Yeah. What do I want? What, what do I want in this other person? Yeah. Um, you know, what does that list look like? Should it yeah. exist? Should yeah. it not exist? Yeah. If it does exist, yeah. what should be in it? Yeah. yeah. And like so, it. yeah, we're going to tackle that first question mm-hmm. of why do I yeah. want to date? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny because I'm going to shoot it over to Aaron here. And I'm thinking like, do you even say the word date anymore? Like, do I, <laughs> oh. as Christians, you know, like, for example, you know, when you, when you become a Christian, like our lingo changes, our, our vocabulary changes. We yeah. stop saying, you know, we stop saying certain words and we start saying certain words. So the word date, do Christians use the word date? Have you heard that a lot in the Christian world, Aaron? Like, well, what, what do you think? Or what does it mean when somebody says, yeah, you know, I'm dating someone or just that word date. The word, okay, so when I hear <laughs> date, I think, all right, you're past the talking stage. Okay. Ooh. You are now officially boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And officially boyfriend Yeah, and like officially, like, like the hmm. guy has asked you, do you want to be my girlfriend? Or whatever, however yeah. it happened. But like, yeah. like in my mind, when I hear dating, I'm like, okay, like they are dating, hmm. dating. Like they're really together. And they're official. Know? Like they're official. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. For me, yeah. Interesting, because the way I was thinking about it, and the way like I've kind of experienced it is dating is literally what the word says, going on dates. So I don't have to be official with you. I just have to be courting you. I, have to, I just mm. have to be taking you on a date to be dating you. Yeah, that's that's interesting, because in my mind, that's like talking to somebody. Or like, yeah. yeah, I went on a date with this person. Like, we're talking, but we're not like dating yet, you know? Yeah, what I mean? that's crazy, because in my mind, talking <laughs> is just talking. <laughs> so it's, it's switching text messages. It's getting on the phone. It's not actually yeah. taking the person on a date. Yeah. Oh, How what, about you, what about you, Steve? What are you thinking? Actually... I actually understand what both of you guys are saying, but I think more often what I've seen just in our circles here in Kansas City, <laughs> I've heard people avoid the conversation. If like we see two people hanging out together of the opposite gender, like a guy and a girl, and like, mm. oh, are you interested in each other? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we are, but we're just talking. You're just talking. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking. Like, it's nothing serious. Like, Have you gone yeah. on a date? Yeah, we've gone on millions of dates, but we're just talking. We're just, we're just talking. <laughs> we're just talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. we've. Yeah, it's not really dating. It's just talking. In that case, like that's that's when I think it's funny because if people are like, yeah, we've been talking for like five years, like <laughs> no, like no, like for real, like if it is a long time, like yeah, we've been like talking, like oh, when did you start talking? Oh, December. I'm like, girl, it's June. Like you're not, you're not talking, you're dating. You're not having an anniversary for your talk. <laughs> for a talk anniversary. Let's get tacos and our talk anniversary. <laughs> 
my uh, gosh. No, stop it, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a genuine question because I feel like when we start navigating and start understanding, okay, what's the purpose? Why are we wanting to date? Mm. That word in itself has a deeper meaning because you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with that person that you're quote-unquote dating or mm-hmm. whatever the word is you want to use. Because if you use the word talking based on the definition that you have for it, mm-hmm. then the things that you're doing with that person is very different from what it would be if you're dating and taking them out on dates. Mm-hmm. Or it would be even more right. different if you're actually calling them your girlfriend or your boyfriend, respectively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess like opening that, that up again back to you, Aaron, like what does that look like for you? Like, what, what are things that you're thinking about or just your initial thought processes when somebody comes to you? I know, like, you mentor a, a couple of girls in our circle and even you, I'm thinking back to your experiences as far as, like, wanting to be in a relationship or wanting to date somebody. Like, yeah. talk to us about how that's looked like in the past for you and what that looks like for you now even. Yeah, well, I've always had the mindset of... I'm dating because I want to see who I want to marry in the future. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I always try to stress mm-hmm. to like my friends and the younger girls in our circle. And that's what, um, when I was getting discipled by our, our old pastor's wife, like she was always drilling in is like, and, and that was also when we were dating. So like mm-hmm. that was, she was kind of like, okay, like you're dating this guy, but like, you know, you have to be intentional, like you're dating him because you want to see if you want to marry him. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's something that I just continue to stress to people around me is like, all right, like if you like this guy, cool. Like, like, okay, do you want to date him because you're lonely and because you want to just like have a boyfriend (laughs) and like hang out with somebody or are you dating him because you genuinely think you're in, uh, think you're ready for like a relationship and you Mm. genuinely think he would make a good future husband and like you feel god is calling you to this person like mm. yeah okay if you see if you think those things and it doesn't have to be this super deep thing but like just having the right mindset yeah and you mm. know being like okay do i want to date because just because or because i actually am going to be intentional like what's your why mm. behind it yeah mm. that's I like a, that oh that's so big it's a little sriracha on that, <laughs> <laughs> that <far right. laughs> man it was a little heat mm. it was a little heat and yeah. sometimes it burns because i guess <laughs> It does burn. It does. um, I think just thinking back to my own, you know, my own life, and I'm sure all three of us can attest to it. We've gotten into relationships that were shallow. Mm. I can say for myself, like, I got into a relationship because, in college, because it was convenient for me. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Because the girl liked me, um, she was attracted to me. And I felt that made me feel validated as a guy mm. where I didn't have that in a home, mm. like in my home life. It was someone to talk to when I didn't have anyone to really talk to. Mm. Um, she was willing to push physical boundaries, but yeah. I was like, oh, that's great. Like, yeah. that's what I desire. Maybe yeah. I'm getting a little taste of that before marriage. Yeah. Mm. Um, or maybe even like just having experience of like, well, yeah. I'll just use this person because, you know, like yeah. it would help me in my marriage. Yeah. No, I definitely see that. Wow, it's it's crazy and it's good to just hear your y'all's perspective and like just hearing you guys makes me think of my own experiences and I had a slightly different um, experience because I grew up in when I was in college I was in a, a Christian bubble so oh, yeah, yeah. so a lot of my friends like we were forced to be Christians quote unquote mm. you know and for me when it came to like dating or pursuing somebody I almost like hindered myself from 
making something exclusive because I wanted to get away with something a little bit more as a as as a yeah. as a, a Christian quote unquote in a Christian bubble. Yeah. So what I mean by that is I would find myself like talking to you know this girl that I'm talking to, and you know you would look at me as if like you guys have been hanging out for a couple of weeks now it's been a month like wh- what's happening in the relationship <laughs> like where are you guys progressing yeah. and secretly like we're progressing real fine like we're doing good we're, we're getting to know each other but we're getting to know each other too much and yeah. we're starting to share parts of our relationships that shouldn't really mm. be health are not really healthy and mm. shouldn't yes. really be shared and we're finding ourselves doing things but yet we're, we're saying yeah we're talking but we're not yeah. really talking yes yeah. talking it's 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 in the background but we're doing things that we're not supposed to be doing, and I feel like I felt ashamed not not owning up to it and not speaking up about it. So that's why I would say, yeah, we're talking, but I don't really have any implications of that going further and really like announcing that yes, this is my girlfriend, and this is the somebody that I want to see myself marrying. Why? Mm-hmm. I felt like <laughs> judged, and I felt. Like, man, I just want to continue secretly going through what I'm going through. So yeah. it's kind of cool that we've had different experiences and different, like, implications of what that looks like. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there for me and for anyone else that might have had similar experiences. Yeah. I think when you're talking about that and, like, kind of your reaction to what, like, other people's judgment was when you wanted something for yourself, but other people are like, eh, it's not that good. Mm. And so you hid yourself away and didn't really want to talk about it, or you mm-hmm. hid the truth. And I was, um, we all pepped this a little bit. Yeah. And I, I got pulled into Romans chapter eight, verse mm. five. Real killer. Yes. <laughs> Romans. Real killer. We <laughs> said we were, we're actually going through Romans right now in our young adult Bible study. So it's always funny, like when we always go back to Romans. Back to Romans. But uh, we yes. said we were going to keep this light, but yeah. really this is, this is the crunchy garlic yeah. oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the I don't know if you can keep this topic this, this light. Is, this is the one that gets stuck in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta chew on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this is Romans chapter 8 verse 5. It says, For those who live according to the flesh mm. set their mm. minds on things of the flesh. Yes. Right. But those who live according to the spirit mm-hmm. live by the things of the spirit or yeah. set their mm-hmm. minds on things of the spirit. Yeah. And so... Just thinking about like the the contrast yeah. between what we talked about, where Akko and I like we had years of where we hit ourselves, where isolated, or did things that weren't good because our minds were on ourselves and yeah. on things of the flesh, pleasing ourselves. Yep. Yeah. And so we did things, and had fruit like born of that yep. of shame yep. and guilt yeah. and yep. isolation. Yeah. Whereas Aaron, in this period of her life, like she had people pouring into her. And I mean, in that weird. period, yeah, that I wasn't period. like, I mean, I definitely messed up as well. I don't want y'all to think <laughs> yeah, that I'm yeah. perfect, so. Right. Well, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in that, like, when you live according to the Spirit and have people pouring into you and yeah. asking you these really good questions and pointing you back to the Spirit, yeah. you start organizing your life mm-hmm. yeah. around the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start seeing that in pockets of your life. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I don't know. I think that might be a segue, unless you guys have more to add on to it. And we can always go back. But yeah. a segue into um, what your mind should be set on. Yeah. I yeah. think I really want to go into the question of yeah. should Christians have a list? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. No, question. I think that's a, that's a great segue. Yeah. And, like, I think 
once we go to segways, it's still gonna be relating back to why should we date. So right, sure, right. You know, we're not really completely like going away from you know that that so, topic in general. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's segue into this. And so my question for you guys before we go into should Christians have us, I kind of mm-hmm. want you guys to give a a couple like a definition, working definition mm-hmm. of what this list is <laughs> in the Christian world. What is this list that people talk? Yes. What's this list, or even in the worldly sense? What is this list? Let's, that let's we go talk back about? and forth. All right, let's go back and forth. All right, first list. Okay. Um. Oh man, I'm blanked out. Hey, one, throw one at me. What's a list? Um, tall. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> he got me tall. Nah, she, 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 man, that hurts. She man, has to. Be okay, but I'm, I'm gonna say it from like a be... female perspective. Right, you right, say right, from right. a male perspective. Right, like, right, let's right, let's right, have fun with it. Whatever. Go ahead. No, yeah. I said tall. Oh, tall. Yeah. All right, she can't be too short. And if you guys don't know, Aaron is like four foot three. I am six two. Aaron is like four three. <laughs> like an Oompa Loompa, the Jolly Green Giant. Okay, for the I'll... longest time, like I never wanted to court Aaron. I did not for the sole reason of she was way too short. Do you <laughs> hear was this? Definitely on my list. Do you guys hear this right now? Hurtful. It was. I'm, just, I'm, I'm being discriminated against because just, of my height. I'm just being truthful. Right, you know what's ahead. funny though? On our wedding day, I literally didn't want to be that much shorter for our first kiss, like on our wedding. So I wore five inch heels. I mean, I like wearing heels anyway. The funny, anyways, and the but funny thing is, we funny. both had our, each other's heights in our in our vows. In our vows, yeah. And, and we, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. But what, what's another okay? One? Another one that I feel like people, that I feel like girls would say is um, funny. Funny? Yeah. Okay, for guys, I'm going to be straight up. She has to have the figure that we want. Mm. Like, we have to be physically attracted to her based mm. on the figures or the persona that we've grown up with as a guy, mm. whether that's through addiction, whether that's through, you know, like, attractions, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. that's, that's going to be on the mm. list for guys. Yeah. Also, I just want to preface that, that I think you guys know this, but we're not saying, like, this is the list you should have to have. And these are no, the no, no, We're no, like making fun A-list. of the list right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah this is A-list. Like this is, yeah, yeah, this is just, okay. Just wanted to say that. Um, I think girls would also say, um, I guess attractive, but that's very subjective. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of girls also, unfortunately, and I mean, I was also this way, so I'm digging at myself, are like, oh, like, I don't want to date a white guy. I want to like date like they like specify it to a certain mm. race or like a certain mm. background. Yeah. Okay. This is something that a lot of guys might not agree with right now or might not know, but guys find and I've talked to a, a couple of guys both older than me and uh, a lot of them my age, but guys look for girls who remind them of their mom. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, also girls look for guys that remind them of their dad, subconsciously, right. for sure. Subconsciously yeah. or even consciously. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and I think another list is, man, she has to be funny. She has to be, or not, she, she doesn't have to be, but I would like it if she's funny. I would like it if she has a lot of friends, a lot of girlfriends. I'd like really? it. That could be a list, yeah. Huh. That was that was on mine for really? sure. It was on mine. Like you wanted to date a girl that also had a lot of yeah. I, I liked. I, I wanted to date a girl that was somewhat popular. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Like, I got you. And popularity in the sense because She's you don't yeah. you don't want a girl you don't as a guy you don't want a girl that 
has a lot of guy friends because yeah, why, why you want to why are you hanging around with yeah, a lot of guys yeah that makes sense you know, yeah, like nah she has to have a lot yeah. of friends which are girls because yeah. I don't want her to be messing with my friends you know? she gotta be part of the mean girl <laughs> yeah. too without being mean oh, exactly <laughs> Yeah. You know, but anyways, for the sake for the sake of going too long, you, you get that. Yeah. That's the type of yeah. mindset when it comes to lists. Like yeah, having like, having it's gotta be this, this, and this. Yeah, having yeah. having a list of, of preferences that yeah. you have based on whether it's culture, whether it's whether it's liking, whether it's attraction, whether money, it's money, even, like, exactly. Yeah. She has to be, he has to be making X amount of yeah. dollars. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. yeah. So I'll add to that. I mean, sometimes the list is, hey, he's got a desire a job to where I don't have to work anymore. Mm. I can be yep. a stay-at-home mom. Yep. She has got to know how to cook and clean yep. and she's want to desire that. She has to... Mm. Shivery. He has yeah. to be shiverous. He has yeah. to open he has the to be door a gentleman. all the time. Yeah. 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 Yep. Those things. Or this one might be... Should be on your list. Good hygiene. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> you know hopefully that's on your oh, list. Man. Maybe that one gives yeah. a free pass. But um, all of these things that we're talking about that happen to be on people's lists or... Um, where someone has to be a certain way but not too much of a certain way it has mm. to fit perfectly in all of these things are very superficial I know yeah. Aaron you might have something a verse to add mm-hmm. that the Bible can speak to that yeah. um, where the I guess the fleetingness of mm-hmm. that type of list mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was going to say I have one pulled up while she's looking and for me, it's just, mm. it's it's going from thinking things that are earthly mm. and starting to think things that are, 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 um, are spiritual. Mm. And right. as a guy, and this is me directly speaking towards guys, because I don't want to speak for girls. That's why we have my lovely wife here to Sorry. give, uh-huh. you know, girls' perspectives. Sorry, but I'm not a girl here. From a guy, <laughs> but from a guy, like, guys want to, like pursue somebody that they're attracted to yeah like it's going to be so hard to pursue somebody if you're not attracted to them so mm-hmm. attraction is very much something that guys should think about when it comes to physics or physical um attractions but let's also like add in on our list if we want to have a list spiritual attractions mm-hmm. man um, i'm looking at second timothy verses 2 verse 22 like flee from your youthful passions and pursue people who are righteous people who have a lot of faith in God, people who show a lot of love, a lot of peace. Mm. These are the people who call on the Lord with a pure heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but in 2 Timothy, you see all these, all these um, aspirations when you look for your mate or somebody that you want to date. Man, go to God and make those things spiritual. Hey God, like I would really love somebody who, who exempl- exemplifies your fruit really well. Mm-hmm. Exemplifies your fruit of love, your fruit of joy. She's. I, w- I want to find a girl that's always full of joy. I want to mm-hmm. find a girl that's always full of grace, always full of patience. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to be attracted to them, but I want to find a girl that has a little bit of self control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that would be so much, in my in my opinion, more, more, more attractive and more healthy when guys try start to pursue relationships and start to pursue dating, because if if you just simply have a list that is that is um that is physical in mm-hmm. the in the things that you're looking for, mm-hmm. man, you're gonna end up falling short in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I fell short in the height department. I got a, <laughs> I got a girl that was way too short. Ooh. <laughs> why? Ooh. Why why am I with her? Why do I have a, a ring on my finger? Because I focused on the spiritual things. 
So with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead it to you, babe, and bring the spiritual punch onto this conversation. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad that you talked about um, women's beauty, mm. I guess, because that's exactly what I was gonna say about the verse that I mm. I can't remember what um, chapter it is, but it's in Psalms mm. and. Um, yeah, just relating to that, like, if you focus, and I mean, even girls, this is, like, relating to how you see a guy, like, if, how you see a guy, like, if you're lusting over a guy's body, mm-hmm. and, like, how strong he is, and, like, how much he goes to the gym, or, like, his ab pictures on Instagram, like, okay, yeah, that's, that's nice, and, like, yeah, you want to be attracted to the person that you want to marry someday, but mm-hmm. that cannot be your number one priority, like, <laughs> yeah. what, mm-hmm. and it says in Psalms, the verse I'm going to read, um, is 25, I don't know a chapter, I have to go find it, so I'll get that for you guys later, but, it says, do not desire her beauty in your heart and do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread. Ooh. <laughs> but, Ooh. <laughs> but a married woman hunts down a precious life. Can a man, can a man carry Ooh, fire no. next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? So I know it's like kind of, <laughs> kind Man, of a harsh. Some people like sourdough out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think the audience is like, is this episode like, about dating or is it about food? Because yeah, I'm talking about food. Food. <laughs> food. I love me some good sourdough. But yeah, like all all jokes aside, it's just going to show like even like women the way you carry yourselves and the way you dress. Like mm. you don't want to be putting off that that um, figure or that ideal of like yeah i i want guys to you know look mm. at my body and like look mm. at what i have because because c- you know what if, if you want guys to look at your body guys are gonna look at your body we exactly and, exactly and that's oh it's it's so heartbreaking because we're so and, and i'm gonna allow you to go back to your conversation but it's so quick we're so yeah. quick to if you see it if we see it we're like oh yes that's what i want and then we're so blinded by everything else, mm, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad that you even mentioned that point because it's it's a huge point. It yeah. really is. And even other girls, like we'll like girls, you know this. Like we'll look at each other and mm. we'll judge each other and be like, mm. she looks like a skank, you know? Like oh my gosh, like. But then the second you put that on, you feel like you feel empowered and you feel beautiful or whatever. But I'm mm. like, what are you telling yourself really? But anyways, that's a whole nother thing. I don't want to get into <laughs> yeah, that because, yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, just, yeah, just be conscious of that, like, mm. in your pursuit for um, for an answer to why you're dating is like, okay, you know, am I am I wanting to be with someone because they're attractive and because they have a high stature or status, but yeah. that shouldn't be your number one priority. Yeah. Yeah, Steven, let us know. What's, what's your yeah. thought process? Yeah, I mean, man, you guys both are knocking out of the park multiple times. This is a freaking blowout. And I think the struggle hearing this is like, I don't know if I necessarily believe you. Mm. The world seems to be doing quite all right mm. with their relationships and they go after the same things. Yeah, I can look on social media and see all these things and it seems to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be doing great. Um, but in reality, there's a lot of brokenness and you're like, well... Yeah. I don't really know like if I can really believe it because I mean I seem to like these physical features more I don't really care that much yeah. I mean I'll, 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 I'll potential mm-hmm. I'll go on potential I'll date potential mm-hmm. and everyone's got everyone's actually got potential but I think was the most difficult thing to hear about this is you know the conversation we're having is like I don't even know if I can do this like the right way why is it better yeah mm. um 
because but I think what you guys both have read is that the things that are that we have listed out what the world focuses on yeah. it's fleeting yeah and it's <laughs> just not there and so this is what I would charge a lot of you with is this classic verse from Proverbs is Proverbs 3 5 through 6 it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your yeah. own understanding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will keep your path straight. Mm. Now, a lot of us really love the first part. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It's like, oh yeah, I can do that. He's, he's got me. He, and when I'm down low, when I've messed up, I trust that he's going to save me. I, I trust that his salvation is there and his grace is there and that mm. I can bounce back. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it says, lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. And oftentimes we're like, yeah, I get it. I'm not that smart. I know yeah. I, I know I can't really do it. And like, I know I'm going to need help in my future with my career. And I'll, I'll trust him there. Yeah. But when mm. it comes to our relationship, say, God, I don't know if I can trust you on mm. this. <laughs> You're asking me to stay pure. I don't know if I can stay pure. If you want me to focus on these things, I don't think I can focus on these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But it says in verse 6, it says, in all your ways acknowledge him so what does that mean it mm. means acknowledge him in your family mm. your friends your school your community your relationship your intimate relationship with your significant other and oftentimes oh my, God. <laughs> oh my gosh Roby, Roby, go to bed, Roby, the, go to bed. The, our dog wants to join the conversation <laughs> I mean, you can edit that. Yeah, I can edit it out. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, but... Do a closer case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Start over with... Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know, I was so distracting. I, I know, I was like... No, you're good. No. You're good. Sorry, like, I didn't want to slap, because <laughs> she just wants to slap. Yeah, but you're good. I should have just stopped. Right. No, you're... But it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Mm. And all does not mean some or the ones that you think you need help on. Yeah. Mm. It's everything God is interceding on every single part of your life even the ones you don't want him to Mm. intercede on Mm. and he has a right way of doing it and so if you Mm -hmm. want the path of your future relationship to be straight to be not have thorns inside of it to where it hurts on a path that is supposed to be joyous yeah you need to give that to God. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you need to give that I agree. to God. And like I agree. daily. Yeah. Because it won't yeah. just happen overnight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so what does that look like to give mm-hmm. things over to the Lord? It means you have to have a desire. Like what your list is, yeah. it cannot be your own desires. It has to be yes. what God is desiring yeah. for you and for the other person. Yep. And so a lot of what you're looking at and what you're you're desiring, you better cross-reference that with the Bible. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> you yep. better just you can open up Proverbs. Yeah. You can open oh, up. Oh, yeah. You know, just meditate in Proverbs. <laughs> that yeah. will you, for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Look at Proverbs yeah. thirty-one. And a that, lot of yeah. that, that is hilarious because that's that's what I was gonna. <laughs> that's really? exactly. That's exactly where I had that across. And Proverbs thirty-one. There is not a physical feature yeah. that's on there. Yeah. Yep. yep. And but, actually, the one is like her arms are strong or something yeah. like that. Yep. But so if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna so go cool. after a Proverbs 31 woman, 
She better be able to deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> she better be able to deadlift. So, Get those bicep yeah. curls going. But That's funny. really, there has to be a desire. And what is your desire? Um, and the questions like that I have, and maybe this could be reiterated a different way, but in... I don't know how I want to say this, guys. But in any case, I don't know if you guys want to move on to the next one. Um, I just have one thing to say. Okay, so we'll just edit this. So for for like everyone listening, what is it you guys are chasing after? Mm. Is it chasing after your own desires in yourself, or are you actually chasing after Christ? Yeah. As a Christian, if you are a Christian, are you chasing after that? Yeah. What is the end goal for the building of this relationship? And I would charge you guys in Ephesians chapter um ephesians chapter 2 um, verses 19 through 22 Mm. it says now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners so you're no longer outside but it says but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of god having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone Mm. Mm. And verse 21, this is huge. It says, In whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Hmm. Not in yourself, in the Lord. Mm -hmm. It says, In whom you're also being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Hmm. So how does that come to how we desire relationships? Hmm. Well, the whole thing together of our relationship with other believers, it should be for God's glory and a dwelling place for yep. His Spirit. Mm. Yep. Romantic relationships are different. Significant others are different, but they're still relationships. Mm. And they should not be exempt and say, yeah. well, church and all those people, I'll, build, I'll chase after God in that relationship. But here, I'm going to chase my own desires. Mm. Oh. It has to... It's got to be like almost number one priority in your romantic relationship Mm. over not necessarily over your friendships but like how are you how do you expect to make god the center of your friendships if it's not the center of your most important relationship you know Mm. what i mean yeah Yeah. i agree i agree and oh man you said so much steven and (laughs) i'm like i'm like sitting here taking notes myself i'm like (laughs) but i just want to rewind it back um back to the list and like and again, this is me talking to the guys. A lot of guys might be like, yeah, but whatever, you know, like, there's, there's still a couple of things that I have in mind. And like, if, if, the, if the girl that I'm pursuing doesn't have this or doesn't qualify this, then I'm not going to pursue her. And we all know in our heads what that might be. But if I may urge and my, my, may push you guys, if you choose to not have a list or if you choose to have a list, for those who choose to have a list, before you put anything else, I want to take it back to Proverbs 31, like Stephen was mentioning. And I want to say this. For the man that looks for the woman, man, charm, this is out of uh, Proverbs 31, verse 30, I'm picking up in verse 30, charm is deceitful, Mm. and beauty Mm. is vain, Mm -hmm. but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So what I want to charge you guys, you men who are, are, are pursuing dating and pursuing relationships, and whether you have that big list or no list at all, man charge for women who fears the lord 
if you're creating a list, make sure that's in big, bold words. Mm. Number one, main priority, a woman who fears the Lord. Mm. Because if you find that, everything else will come, man. Everything else will come. But yeah, that's that's just where I wanted to rest and kind of like go back to. But um, Aaron, let me, let me know what you think about that because it does talk about women. So yeah, I think for girls, it's so easy to get caught up in like, wow, he's being so charming and he's saying everything I want to hear and he's holding the door. And yes, those some of those things are good. Like you want a man that is going to like you know be kind and like hold the door for you or whatever. But if it's I mean, I would just encourage women to be cautious, and this is me speaking to my, like, younger self as well, because I definitely made mistakes in my past, but, like, sometimes a guy that is overly charming just wants you temporarily, Mm -hmm. and he might be charming because he wants what he can see on the outside, and he doesn't actually care to get to know you and see what you're about on the inside, he just sees maybe you're maybe you're beautiful and he just sees the beauty on the outside but like it says what um Uncle just read it's it's vain it's vanity and charming or charm is deceitful so mm-hmm. um just encourage you to like just be aware of that i do think it's important like yeah we're bashing on on the list a little bit but i think i i want to encourage everybody to know that you should have a list of things that you want of good mm-hmm. things you know like a, like like you guys are saying yeah, so I encourage you guys to to focus on the good things and, and don't feel afraid or ashamed to make a list of of qualities of the spirit and like mm-hmm. qualities of God that you want to see in your yeah. future husband or your future wife, like gentleness, self-control, patience, all that stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. great, but I think we're bashing a lot on the physicality, which is true. Like, you know, you don't want that to be number one. And so we do encourage you to um like don't be afraid to make a list but be very careful with how you make it and and um don't pull it out to be deceitful like temporary things if that makes sense Mm. i like that i agree yeah i man that's so good because i think lists are not a bad thing right they're simply a standard or set of things that allow you to organize your thoughts to reach something or to appraise somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And so before we make this list of saying, hey, dear future husband, can you be gentle? Can you be patient? Can you be kind? You know, what is, what is it that mm-hmm. this, le- this list mm-hmm. needs to be there for? What is this person going to do in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've touched on it before, kind of in the why are you yeah. getting, but not a lot, but I think oftentimes yeah. we hop into this thing of, oh, I want this. I want to be in a relationship with yeah. this person because they make me comfortable. Yeah. Um, because there's somebody to talk to. I can share all my emotional <laughs> yeah. baggage with yeah. them. Yeah. But that's not the goal because they're not Christ. Yeah. They're not the one who's going to carry everything for you. Yeah. And I know Akko has something, but I would say for me, what I was thinking about before this podcast and what was impressed upon me is if you're going to have a list and if you want to add more and you think you should add more great but I think two of the most pertinent things would be is this person earnestly pursuing Christ for themselves Mm -hmm. and not for the sake of trying to attain a relationship but Mm -hmm. simply for being in relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. um 
and we can dive into what that looks like. But, and then the second part of this list, is this person pushing me to be closer mm. to Christ? Mm. Yeah. I'm saying That's pushing. So I'm saying pushing. I did not say pulling. So for all of yeah. you who think, oh, I can fix this person. I can drag them to church. I can change them. Mm. Guy or girl. Because mm. like we think we're the ones who can change them, but that's yeah. not your role, and yeah. you're gravely mistaken. Yeah. That is Jesus' role. You complete role. me. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's such a good guy. He's got a couple flaws, but I can bring him to church, and he'll be just all of this. Or, yeah, she doesn't yeah. really, like, doesn't yeah. really have she's kind of living a double life mm-hmm. doing these things no. but if i just introduce her to a group of community girls then like yeah. she'll be just right and then nope. i'll be okay nine times out <laughs> yeah. of ten they'll pull you down before you put you 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 pull them back up mm, they'll pull good. you down before you pull them up right. <laughs> yeah that's so good and so that's and i would charge you guys like now this is to say like this is where this is coming from is from Second Corinthians, mm. this is huge, and many of you may have heard this and ignored it. Mm. Um, but this is Second Corinthians. Oh gosh, I already forgot. What is it? Fourteen? Yes. <laughs> this is the yoke. Yeah, the yoke. It's a uh, six. Second Corinthians six, uh, and yeah. then we are going to. Uh, I got it. There you go. Six. So yep. Let me get. So let me read this to y'all. So this is Second Corinthians, chapter six, verses fourteen. Mm. It says, do not be equally unyoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Hmm. <laughs> I really don't need to go much further no, because that's what Paul is saying here, who is the author of Second Corinthians. He's saying, when you're trying to run in a certain direction and trying to pull someone along who isn't desiring that for themselves... You're going to go your separate ways. Naturally. Naturally, you're not yeah. going to. And if you think, if you're of the mindset, nah, like, no, I can change them. Like, I can, I can walk with them. You will walk with them. You'll just be rocking, walking in the wrong direction. <laughs> wrong direction. Yeah. Because yeah. something is going to give. Yeah. And if you think you can change somebody, they will never budge. Yeah. And they won't change. Mm-hmm. When God is never in the center of a relationship, the relationship is deemed to fail. And so I think too often we I want you guys to weigh in on this and how you guys have seen this come about. But I think mm. oftentimes, hands um, yeah, But I think oftentimes mm. when, um, oh gosh, I just had a really good point, you guys. This is so tragic. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think this is Satan trying to mess with us. Um, you good? That's okay. Um, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, it'll pop up into my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll add something really quick relating to what you're saying. For girls especially, like, if you think you're going to change a guy, uh, I just encourage you to not settle. And I know that's such a cliche that I feel like goes around in Christian circles. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't settle, mama, mama, you deserve the best. But, like, for real, it's so hard because I feel like women... Like you're so eager to get married and like and like oh I can't wait to like create create a home someday and like <laughs> have a family and like yeah like like I want those things too like it's a, it's a female it's a natural female desire like God created us to be the helper of the husband so like naturally we want to create a home and whatever mm-hmm. anyways I'm trying to say 
don't settle for a for a guy that doesn't yeah. have the same mindset as you. And that yeah. guy should should honestly be leading. Like, like don't be afraid if he's a few steps ahead of you yeah. in his relationship with God. Like he he should naturally be leading. And um, so I think settling is just is a dangerous yeah. dangerous thing. Yeah, and, and it's 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 very important for you guys to remember that we're talking about dating. We're not talking about like you're engaged, ready to be married. Right. This is dating something that has not been set in stone yet. Mm. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the rings haven't been. Ooh, so if, right, if the yeah. person, if the person is not a person that, like, is running after God's heart, then it's okay to be like, hey, honey, hey, babe, hey, whatever, hey, boyfriend, hey, dating partner, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are not the right person for me. Why? Because of X, Y, Z. You're not yeah. pursuing God. You, you're not. Whatever the reason is, right? Yeah. And what I want to do is I want to kind of move on to the next question should we have our ducks in a row by going back to the second question should christians have a list and the reason why i'm bringing those two points is because actually on my notes i was and you brought it up Stephen, a couple minutes back (laughs) where you're talking about man like when you navigate that that mindset of you creating a list think about yourself first and what i Mm. wrote down was yes you christians should have a list if you have two lists if i mean if you have one list about somebody else you should also have one list about yourself. Oh, that's good. Have a list yeah. about yourself and put yourself on the pedestal. Mm. Not on the pedestal, but on the on the paper and to say, standard. okay, yeah, hold yourself what to what do you what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, mm. like it's one thing what you're looking for in a in a dating, but what what are you presenting forward? Hmm. Like, what type of person are you? What type of Christian are you going forward and navigating being in a relationship? Because if you want to be in a relationship with somebody that's running after God's heart and you're sitting there like you've been in church once in like six months and you don't even know when's the last time you read the Bible. Hmm. Like, how do you think that's going to end? Right. <laughs> how do you think that relationship yeah. is going to go? Right. So um, me saying that, I want to kind of like just slowly um, go into the, to the last um question that we brought up in, in navigating this 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 season and should I have my ducks in a row and should I like what posture should I have coming into this mindset of man I want to start dating somebody or I'm dating somebody I want to define whatever this thing is and I want to bring it back to you Stephen and and, mm. and kind of bring back your thought, thought processes and what you were talking about just a little bit ago and man like what, what what is your posture navigating this this process and like thinking about your ducks in, in order in the sense of like this is what i, I want to be before i step into this dating phase yeah yeah for sure i think oftentimes we choose the wrong ducks to get in a row mm. we choose things where we think people of the world would be attracted by. Mm. Um, we touched on it earlier, but yeah. like, yeah, we did. Of like, hey, I, my credit score better get right. <laughs> or I need to start working out, I'll get like a six pack. Uh, hold on, let, let, me, let, me get, let me get that BMWs before. You <laughs> got <laughs> BMW. I'm, 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 I'm going to somebody personally. Yeah. <laughs> He's calling me out. He's calling me out. Honestly, yeah. I regret that. <laughs> so much. Let me get that BMW so you guys can see what I be. I'm driving. But when I started dating, I was, she was driving a BMW. I was driving a 1998 Toyota Camry. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to show guys. You know what's funny? Like, I didn't even grow up with fancy cars. I had my dad be- to pick between that car and a Ford like I don't know, a Ford hatchback, and he was like, "Well, the BMW rides pretty smooth," and I was just like, "Okay." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he has such contrasting cars, 
But I think other earthly things are just things that they just don't matter. It's like, oh, I have to have a house. I have to have a stable income. I have to have all of these things where they're all perfectly laid out and there's going to be no problems mm. in my marriage or whoever I'm dating and then it has to be all perfect. Mm. I have to finish school completely. Mm. It's like, okay, all of these things, they're going to pass away and like, Aka would love to share this one mm. day, but Ecclesiastes is like, Ecclesiastes yeah. says, all things will pass away. <laughs> yes, they will. But nothing is permanent. Like, nope. it, just, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So what are the things that are actually important mm. that when you put them in a row, they actually stick and they matter? Yeah. yeah. And those are the things that are connecting you to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And so at least for one of them that I know for sure is your relationship with God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you are going to church or you happen to, you know, do a Bible plan even though that's not a bad thing, like you go to church and you serve and you have a Bible plan. Mm. Those are not bad things, mm-hmm. but that is not a relationship with God. Mm. Um, and I and I will say this, this is coming from John 15, 6 through 7. Mm. If you guys want to pop over there, it's really fun. John is great. Um, <laughs> we love John. We, we do love John. My we brother's name John. is John. Yes. Um, John 15, uh, chapter 15, verses 6 through 7. This is Jesus speaking. Um, and Jesus is the one who is uh, both God and man in one. And so this is what he says in verse 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Mm. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Okay. Mm. So what I'm saying is things can happen. You can get in a relationship um, very easily. Mm. People get in relationships all the time with other people. But if you really want it to matter to be a godly relationship, you better be abiding in God for the sake of abiding in God yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. Because if you both don't abide in God, yeah. you will both wither up and you'll be together, but you're going to be burned together. Yeah, and it's going to burn quick. Yep. And it's it, just as you're reading that, listen to it. It says a branch. Mm. You ain't a tree. You ain't no tree. You're a uh, branch. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a starter for the fire that gets burned up so quickly. Yeah. 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 And so abiding in Christ, abiding and having your relationship with yeah. God daily mm-hmm. is huge because that will be your comfort. That is what you need to have yeah. set in stone. Yeah. And the other thing that I know of, again, we're going to go to John. First John, actually. Mm. Um, this is tying into community. Yeah. I've made, and this is a little more personal, but I've made the mistake of hiding away a lot of my emotional baggage and a lot of the things from my family that have happened in my family to myself. And I said, I'm going to find this perfect woman who is so patient and loving that I can pour everything out onto her Mm -hmm. and she will love me just the way I am. (laughs) And no one else will know except her. And she will be so special. (laughs) And that is how amazing she is. Mm. But that's so wrong because... Again, that's not her role. Yeah. 
She yeah. ain't there for that. Yeah. She can do some of it, but you need to cast your worries on the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but this is where this comes into is First um, John um, verses six six through seven. This mm-hmm. is talking about community. Yeah. And what we should be doing. It says, if we say that we have fellowship with Him, mm-hmm. Him being God, it says, and walk in darkness. Mm-hmm. That we're doing things that we're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Even if we're doing all the churchy things and have a double life, mm. meaning we're walking in darkness, mm. we lie mm. and do not practice the truth. Yeah. Mm. Not know the truth, we, we do not practice. practice the truth. Which mm. is even worse. But yeah. if we walk in the light as He is in the light, yeah. so we're abiding in Him in the light, mm-hmm. we have fellowship with one another. Exactly. Yeah. One another meaning Community. other Christians yeah. who are also abiding in Him. Yeah. Um, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. Yes. And I'm going to cut you off right there because yeah, yes. I, I just, I want to talk about this from experience that not I've, I've acquired and I'm mastered, but experience that I'm struggling through in a really positive way right now in my relationship. I've realized, and like, if you're, if you're in a, if you're in a relationship, whether that's talking, whether that's dating, the longer that relationship grows the more open you guys become as far as the visibility into your relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. When when you find yourself hidden and your relationship's secure and your relationship's um, very quiet and you guys don't share a lot of what you do with other people, you find yourselves going going in, into mm-hmm. temptations, you're finding yourself like really struggling in your faith. But healthy relationships you'll find that everybody knows your business why because you have community you have accountability Mm. you have people pouring into life you have people pouring water why because you're being honest with the one another you have your accountability partners Mm -hmm. the women have their accountability partners and you're Mm -hmm. you're able to be real you're able to walk Mm -hmm. in the light and fellowship Mm -hmm. just like steven already mentioned so that's one thing i want to mention for you guys that are in relationships it's if check yourselves if if you and your partner are in a very secretive hidden relationship man you guys should really consider finding that community finding that mentorship finding that disciple that can pour into your relationship and if you guys like try it out try you know accountability because it's such a big thing and we're going to come back to it in a later episode but i just wanted to throw that in there steven um before you you kept going. So. No, that was actually the point where I was going to open it up. Oh, yeah. Mm. I wanted you guys to talk about yeah. um, what does that look like where mm. we have fellowship? How has that impacted? Yeah. The I guess the first question is what did it look like for you guys in your life without community? Yeah. Mm. What struggles did you go through, not just between you two, but just in relationships in general where you isolated yourself? Yeah. Mm. And contrast that with what has happened now that you guys are really diving in and being vulnerable. And the third question is, how can we be comfortable with that vulnerability in community? Yeah. Okay, wow. (laughs) Um, Before I had like really genuine church community, I was like... I mean, I was a freshman in college, like, living the typical college life, partying, drinking, drugs, like, just out until 8 a.m. I mean, I went to college in New York City, so that was also another (laughs) part of it. But 
then I got this job and I went to church and I met these girls at church that were in the same life stage as me and we were all struggling through the same things but like also wanting to pursue Jesus but like not really knowing how and we had these amazing older girls at church that were maybe like only five or seven years older than us and they just wrapped around us with love and intentional care like they genuinely wanted us to grow with in our relationship with Jesus and all of us girls were like this is amazing Mm -hmm. and so I think that like I owe so much credit to all of my female mentors throughout the years because I would not be where I am in my faith without them Mm. and that's why I also want to pour out into so many younger girls like now Mm -hmm. that I'm in the space that I'm in Mm -hmm. but um yeah I I think having a community literally has changed my life because Mm. with that community it gives you this sense of trust with people around you that allows you to be comfortable with the vulnerability of like hey I'm struggling with this thing right now and I don't really know what to do I don't really want to talk about it but I trust you guys that you're not going to judge me and you're not going to like leave me and stop being my friend or whatever Um, but I also know that you are going to fill me up and give me advice and like check on me throughout the week and Mm -hmm. like it's just literally changed my life and um, what's the third question you asked? How just like, in talking about vulnerability, like how you get how, yeah. how can we get to that moment of vulnerability? What mm. what is okay. it that even allows that vulnerability yeah. to happen? Yeah, so I guess I kind of said it, but just surrounding yourself with people from the church that you know that are good, genuine people that you trust. Like yeah. I think trust is such a big thing. You can't have vulnerability without trust. Yeah. Mm. And if you trust. Like, for you guys, you trust the guys in your small group that you're accountable with. I trust the girls in my small group. Like, we share things with each other that we would probably never share with other people because we're not comfortable with them or, you know, or we don't trust them like that. But having that vulnerability and that trust in the small group first allows us to be comfortable enough to talk about our sin, to help Mm. other people. So we can go outside of that circle and be like, hey... Like, I struggled with that thing, too. Like, let's talk about it so yeah. that I can help you now because I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm, I've am i opened up about it. And, yeah, so I think community, like, you can't have that accountability and that vulnerability without community. And that's why we press so much about community and how important it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. that She nailed it around the head. Yeah. Like, literally. And to just recap what she said in my from my experience, man, without without um community and having my relationships being secret you know what it was it was filled with a lot of lust it was filled Mm -hmm. with a lot lot of um sexual immorality it was filled with a lot of um anger and 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 kind of deception with me and my my girlfriends at the time and i just found myself like man we were indulging in things that we shouldn't have been indulging in and then Mm -hmm. we were fighting over things that we shouldn't have been fighting on it's that Mm -hmm. simple like it was the two extremities and when I started learning and I continue to learn to live in accountability and to live in community with, with people who are there to aid you and to aid in your relationship and to call you out on situations and, and, and characters that you're developing or you've developed, man, it's humbling and it's scary at yeah. first. It's, yeah. it's humbling yeah. and it's scary and yeah. it does, it's not fun. I'll be straight up. It's not fun getting called out on a situation where, like, for example, you're having sex with your girlfriend and you don't want to stop and you're getting called out on it. No, it's not fun. Like, yeah. And then owning up to it as well. But, 
man, is there beauty and is there is there growth. is there growth and is there purpose behind it? Because mm. it takes you back. It takes us back to the first question: Why are we dating? Are yeah. we dating to just fulfill our sexual desires and mm. to just have sex and let, let that be out? As Christians, this is a question like specific towards Christians. Are we dating to 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 show off our our significant others to other people on social media? Like, is that the reason why we're dating, or are we dating to hopefully pursue marriage and then ask God to pursue a family, to have kids, to to have a life here on this earth and glorify God? You mm-hmm. know, and if if that last answer is your answer, then you realize that man. Me getting called out on, on my mishaps, me getting called out on my sin, me getting called out on my, on my things that I'm doing in the secrecy, it hurts right now in the moment, but it's only going to help me grow in the future. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you develop, like my, my bride was saying, if you, if you develop that character of, of, of community with other people who are there to aid you, and if you specifically de- develop that trust, then you start realizing that, man, I can ask Stephen to hold me accountable so when I do mm. fall short again, he's going to be right there to nudge me and say, hey, this is, this is where you're going back and you shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. This is your goal. Let me remind you of the reason why you were dating in the first place. Mm. Let me remind you of that story of, of, of the marriage that you were telling about me, you were telling me about to hold you accountable in the first place. And then our brothers and our sisters are going to hold us accountable and are going to steer us back into our pursuit and our relationship with God and our mission to why we're dating in the first place. And that's why it's beautiful. That's why you can settle without vulnerability because you know the end goal is, yes, it hurts right now. Yes, I feel ashamed right now, but I know there's beauty in that, in that, in that, in that moment Mm -hmm. or there's beauty that is coming, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just been my experience um, about it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I think both you guys are giving such... I don't even have to really say anything. I don't know how to add anything. These are so good. And I think um, what is just popping into my head, I think oftentimes... <laughs> I think oftentimes as we pursue the Lord, our head gets so heavy. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to keep looking up. Yeah. And oftentimes when we make mistakes... it feels so easy to look down mm. in shame and guilt and mm. weariness yeah. and God says I know it's tough yeah. and that's why I'm surrounding you with people who can help lift your head up yeah, yeah. and help you refocus yeah. and so oftentimes the reason why it's hard to run to community because it's easy to focus yeah. on ourselves yes mm-hmm. it is yes it is mm-hmm. it's so comfortable it's the easy road yeah it's the path most traveled because most of the world thinks about ourselves. most christians think about ourselves all christians think about ourselves you know there's there, there's no label on us that makes us different to where we don't think about ourselves but it's this is always the classic is it's by God's grace that we yeah. even get to be different. Yeah. Mm. It, it's yeah. through the sacrifice of Jesus that we even get to look differently, that we get to even look at God yeah. mm. and look at the light. And so um, I think when Akko was talking about, um, you know, the difficulty of approaching yeah. um, other brothers and sisters, it's mostly because we're thinking about ourselves. Yeah. And your brothers and sisters in Christ and your community are there to be like, I know you're struggling. Mm. I see you in your struggle, but I'm going to point your head back yes. to Christ and yes. what who really matters. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what he really is about. Yeah. This is 
this is what God is about. This is what he's about. This is what he desires for you and for us. So I'm going to lovingly tell you, this is where you need to be. This yeah. is where your headspace needs to be. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. the beautiful thing about community because yeah. like, I think Mason has, uh, one of our guys in our small group has talked about this a lot. Yeah. We need to we, bring him in. <laughs> we yeah, in. I We all have blind spots. Yes. And when you cannot see everything around you because you can only think about so much. Yeah. yeah. And those around you have lived different lives to where they can see where you have been lacking, mm. where you have not focused on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so don't be, this is me probably speaking to myself, don't be prideful in thinking that you can handle everything and think about everything on your own mm. because you're probably wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you're, we're, we're human. Not probably. Definitely. You're, you're yeah. definitely, yeah, you're, <laughs> definitely, you're wrong. definitely wrong, right? Because you're human. Yeah. You don't know everything, so you're going to make mistakes, and God is placing people around you to be like, hey, yeah. this looks a little off. Let me tell you why it's off and yeah. what, like, a better way to do it. Yep. Yeah. And so that is, a, I mean, a really large dive into yeah. getting cuts <laughs> in a row. Yeah. yeah. But... That's the reason why we're so adamant because yeah. these are the ducks that matter. Yes. These are yeah. the things that stick yeah. and will carry you. And I think the most important thing that a lot of people won't really like, and you guys maybe may want to speak into this, is finding value and contentment without being in a romantic relationship. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Go off. I was literally, like, I was writing or thinking of how I was going to say it. But, yeah, I think I actually have two verses for it. When you're in this season of thinking about dating or you're talking to somebody, like, what are... Yes, you want to be thinking about this in the moment when you're dating, but what are you doing before you even get to that dating stage? Like, are you Mm -hmm. content with being single? Are you content with who you are as a person and like what you're learning and growing through and your own relationship with God because being single is is just as important as being married like you can you have to you have to set yourself up for success in the marriage and God obviously is going to help you do that but you can't expect to get into a healthy marriage without having a healthy mindset in your own singleness because when you get into a relationship, it's not just going to magically happen and it's not going to magically be easy. So yeah. what are you doing in your waiting season? Yeah. Like, is God your rock and your salvation that you shall not be shaken? Which is talked about in Psalm sixty-two, eleven, where it says, For God alone my soul waits in silence. For him, from him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be greatly shaken. Like he alone, nobody else, not some guy that you're chasing after, not some girl that you're chasing after, God yeah. alone. Yeah. And then also just relating to that, Psalm 82, I'm sorry, 84, um, 84.2. For a day in your courts is better than a, mm-hmm. than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Yeah. For the Lord, my God, is a sun and shield. And I just think, like, we're so, sometimes we're so caught up in in trying to be in the right places at the right time and trying to talk to the right people and, like, look our best and and talk to the right guy and whatever it may be. But, like, even physically, like, you might be, like, I'm, 
I get FOMO really easily. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> why do I care so much about hanging out with these people or like if I'm missing out on what they're doing? And like when I was single, I was like, oh, I'm missing out on like an opportunity to talk to this guy that I like. But like in reality, your contentment should not come in those situations, right? Like your contentment needs to come in your relationship with God and if you're even content being alone in a space with just you and God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I was looking at my little verse that I had saved up and um, yours is in Psalms and mine's in uh, Ephesians. Mm. And it's funny because earlier in the night, me and uh, Stephen were laughing about how Paul and and um, and David are very similar in, in the way they wrote their books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, going into that, that posture of singleness, and I'm going to go back to the point that I brought back in writing or having a list. And I was like, man, you should have two lists. One list for the person that you're trying to pursue and another list for yourself, right? Mm. And the list for yourself, man, it goes with the character, the posture that you have. Like being confident in your singleness and the way that i could put it is i want to go back in the book of uh, ephesians um, chapter 4 and i'm going to just start in verse 1 where it talks about unity in the body of christ but it says man i urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling of which you have been called as a christian the calling of which you have been called right with all humility and gentleness with patience Bearing one another in love, mm. eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. But I want to specifically focus and meditate on human, humility, gentleness, and patience. Mm. Bro, guys, be humble, man. Yeah. <laughs> be <laughs> humble in your singleness. Stop showing off. Mm. Stop, stop doing this. Stop. Just be humble. And in addition to being humble, be gentle. Be yeah. gentle with your thoughts. Be gentle with mm. your relationships. Be gentle with your friends. Be gentle with yourself. And then again, be patient. All good things come to those who wait. Be patient. God is a God of a lot of things and specifically he's a God of patience because he does everything in his timing, not your own. So true. So be patient, guys. Like I know it's, it's hard for us, even for myself. I struggle with patience in a lot of things. But I urge you guys, brothers and sisters, please be patient because all good kid all good things come to those who wait so for me i just want to wrap it up in in this in this beautiful conversation of of man what does it look like to approach dating um and as you see this has been a long episode yeah. and we haven't even scratched the surface of what yeah. it looks like we're holding know? back but i hope that we just shared a little bit of our insights a little bit of, of our thought processes and our experiences of what we've experienced and what we we would like to think and what we've we've learned navigating through dating and through relationships could be and how beautiful it could it could look like if we focus on God instead of ourselves and mm. instead of each other. So, mm-hmm. man, I'm eager for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. when we come back, um, me and Aaron are not going to be the only one that are um, married. Maybe Stephen. <laughs> oh, oh, my maybe God. Stephen. That's, That's a quick one. Maybe. I don't wow. know. I don't know. For you girls out there, Stephen is single. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Single man. Right but he's, but he's he content ready. in his singleness. <laughs> man, that is no, but for real, Great like, push. I, I just, I'm just excited because this is such a beautiful subject when it's handled right. You know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. it yeah. could, it could yeah. be so like disastrous if it's handled the wrong way. But if yeah. it's handled right and if it's handled with care, 
man, you guys could take a, a lot from everything that we just said. Mm-hmm. And we could take a lot from you guys. So please respond. Please give us feedback and even experiences that you guys have had. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's all I have for me. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Um, I just want to send you guys off by just reminding you about the list thing. If you want to make a list, like go ahead and make a list. But take that list to God in prayer and ask Him to give you clarity on that list and open your eyes to the people around you or the people in the future that he's going to surround you with that have those qualities and then also bring that list to God and ask him to give you those same qualities kind of like like Akko was saying if you want to make two lists but I just encourage you that as you're looking outwards to other people that you want to date focus even more so inwards on on what you are doing to grow your own relationship with God yeah yeah that's so good. I mean, I'm just going to hop on at that, on that last thought. Like, that was exactly what I was going to say is a lot of if you've kind of zoned out for almost an hour and this is all you're hearing is our closing thoughts, what has been underlined throughout all of those questions, hopefully you guys can hear, is the focus and your focus should be on God. Mm-hmm. It's removing your dying to yourself and focusing on God, allowing yourself to cast away your own desires. Even though God hears your desires, yeah, yeah. He will give it in His time. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's like he, he, he's a caring God. He yeah. loves you and yeah. He wants the best for you and He's going to make it in a way that He knows is best for you. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to desire Him. That's, that's in everything. Whatever your list is, better have godly things. Mm-hmm. Whatever your ducks are, mm-hmm. you better make sure it's pulling you closer to God. Yeah. Why are you dating? It's to honor God. Yeah. yeah. It's glorifying right, God. Right. Glorifying God. Because marriage is the epitome of, it, it's his. Literally. It's his, it's his <laughs> metaphor. And it's a physical thing that we get to act out. Yeah. Is yeah. the beautiful whole thing of marriage. Yeah. Hmm. And so it's so important to God. So treat it with such importance. Treat the preparation Mm-hmm. And the execution was so much importance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at the, end, at the end, it'll be beautiful that people can see and enjoy from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right. Adios, guys. Ciao. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>